You're listening to a Bellingcat Discord server stage talk titled The Use of Auto-Generated Music Videos to Fuel Hate. This week, new Bellingcat researcher Pooja Chowdhury joined us on stage. Pooja is experienced in following the movements of far-right groups in India. For her first article for Bellingcat, Pooja investigated the phenomena of auto-generated music videos on YouTube and how some of these lyric videos were based upon songs that encourages the expulsion of Muslims from India. She discovered moderation gaps were allowing these songs to rack up thousands to millions of views. During the talk, she shares her frustrations when she provided YouTube with her data and explains why these songs could be considered dangerous. The talk was hosted by me, Charlotte Ma, on Thursday the 2nd of November in the Bellingcat Discord server. Um, so, first and foremost, welcome everyone to the latest Bell and Cat stage talk. Super excited today to introduce you to my new talented colleague, Pooja Chowdhury. Pooja used to work at Alt News and studied data journalism at Columbia University. She joined us in September and is now a researcher and trainer at Bell and Cat. She specializes in monitoring the far right and is in the online ideologies team here at Bell and Cat. Her first piece focused on how YouTube's lack of moderation on auto-generated music videos was enabling content that would have usually violated YouTube's term of use. The auto-generated music videos she discovered were videos generated from songs that incite hatred towards the Muslim population in India. Pooja is going to explain her work further, and as she does, please put all the questions in the chat, and I'll ask them once we move into the Q&A section of the discussion. Thank you so much for speaking with us today, Pooja. And could you start by telling us a little bit about your research? Thank you, Charlie. Um, thanks, everyone, for being here. Um, this is my first stage talk. Uh, so apologies if I sound nervous. It's because uh, I am. Um, but it's really good to be here. Um, I, I'm i going to share my screen because it's. Um, I'm just going to pull up the article for those who haven't read it. One second. Yes. Uh, okay. To give a brief over, overview, uh, okay, this is this is the article that I wrote, and um, this this article basically is a research on auto-generated videos on YouTube. Um, I'm not sure uh, how many of you are familiar with auto-generated content on YouTube. I wasn't until um, I did this story. Um, this is actually a follow-up story um, on another piece that I wrote for a different publication where I was just uh, reporting on um, uh, Hindu supremacist music on YouTube or Hindutva music on YouTube. And I noticed that, um, I think it's better if I just show you. Okay, this is an example of um, a Hindu supremacist um, video. Um, it's actually just an audio track with a thumbnail image. And when I was listening to these songs, I noticed that if you press more on the description, there is this thing that says auto-generated by YouTube. And it also has a provided to YouTube by so-and-so. So I was just curious what that meant because I've, I mean, I just listen passively listen to YouTube songs and I don't really like go to the description and see these things. Um, but then what I found was uh, that these are something called... Um, art tracks um basically uh an art track is an automatically generated youtube version of a track on a music album 
Um, so it just consists. Uh, it just consists of the sound recording and the album art. So it's just like imagine it to be like a static music video. And um, basically, what happens is um, YouTube can uh, YouTube gives this option for music companies, music distribution companies, to send all of their uh, content to YouTube in bulk. There's a specific format that you need to send it to YouTube in which is specified here. There are, I think, two formats. Um, so you need to be in the YouTube partner program to be able to do this. And um, yeah, you need these music distribution companies can send their audio tracks plus a bit of metadata, sound recording, or a few other things and send, say, like, say, uh, send 100 songs in bulk to YouTube. And what you, what YouTube does is that YouTube uploads it for them. So it sort of like streamlines the process because instead of me, say, as an artist, um, uploading a song one by one, what's happening is that I, um, I've contacted a music, a music distribution company, which is a YouTube partner, and then I'm sending my recordings to them. And then what they're doing is that they're sending all my tracks in, uh, in bulk. So it saves money for me as an artist. And uh, it also gives... Uh, you know, it, it lets YouTube upload or get so much content in, you know, in, in such a large quantity. So that is what essentially happening. This isn't new from what I read. This has been going on at least since 2015. That's when Vice first reported on it. Um, and um, yeah, so I just wanted to check um, what kind of um, moderation is happening with regard to this. And uh, um, from what I got, there wasn't a lot of moderation happening um, at all. And even now, after we did the story, um, YouTube hasn't taken down uh, um, any of or most of the songs. Maybe last I checked, they took down two. And I'm not sure that was because of the story. It may be a routine uh, moderation. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't really pay a lot of attention, um, especially because this is, I think, in a non-English language. Um, Okay, to take you through the story very briefly, these songs are called, um, have now been known as Hindutva pop um, because they have a very pop sheen to them. They, um, they're, very, um, they're, they're very catchy. So if you don't understand the lyrics, you, you, know, you might feel like grooving to them because they're so like um, catchy and upbeat. But um, the lyrics are very hateful and very direct hate speech. Unlike what I saw in white supremacist music, um, a lot of, uh, I also found like white supremacist music being auto-generated in a similar manner. But the difference between, I think, Hindutva music and white supremacist music is that um, it's not, it's white supremacist music, I found them to be more coded, whereas this was more direct. So if, um, you know, calls for violence and <clears throat> violence against the minority Muslim community in India or just like, um, calls for transforming into India into a Hindu nation and um, really, really crass um, lyrics. And some of them also have hate speech just in the title. So it's, uh, I mean, if YouTube wanted to, it could just look at at least the title and uh, moderate a lot of this uh, content. And uh, what we've seen is that um, these videos have or at least these songs have known to cause violence. In India, there are lots of reporting uh, done on this, on how these songs are a precursor to violence um, in India, uh, religious violence, um, 
you know, like when there are Hindu festivals, <clears throat> a lot of rallies pass through Muslim neighborhood neighborhoods, and they play these songs to, um, you know, just provoke crowds. Um, and uh, it's a pity that a lot of these songs are on YouTube, despite all the reporting that has been done. Um, to take you through, if anyone is um, interested in how I did the research for this, how I went to the uh, got to the universe of data. So um, initially, um, oh God, my heater is on and it's getting so warm in the room. Uh, okay, so uh, initially, um, what I did was I uh, manually collected. Um, uh, I made a seed data set. So I did. I collected about twenty, thirty songs. And decided manually. Um, and um, for anyone uh, familiar with Google search operators, they also work on YouTube. Um, by that I mean, if you just go to YouTube and say, like, type, okay, this, uh, say, Hindu and uh, um, Bhagwa. Okay, these are Hind Bhagwa means saffron, which is a color that the Hindu write um, in India. They uh, they associate themselves with and uh, Rashtra. Rashtra means nation. So, um, and say I type, I'm typing a Sandeep Achara, which is the name of a singer. So these are normal uh, Google search operators and you can do this on YouTube as well. And uh, so you get songs with those keywords. So that's how I um, got to the initial, uh, like the seed data. Also, just if you click on like any of these songs, so many of them would come up on autoplay. So it really wasn't difficult to develop the C data. Then I was thinking, how can I expand on it? And um, I used uh, YouTube API. So YouTube API used to have um, this parameter called related videos ID. Um, for anyone familiar with um, APIs, what they do is that uh, you can um, basically interact uh, with the website and pull in some data that you want. So um, I use the related uh, to video ID parameter, which has now been deprecated by YouTube. I'll show you my code, but it does not work anymore because, um, yeah, the this uh, I think, yeah, it kicked in in August 7th. Um, so basically, this is this is my code, and what I did was, um, so this is these are the three IDs. I just from my seed data, I just put in three IDs, and I use the related video ID parameter to get uh, videos related to these three video IDs. When I say video IDs, uh, this is what I mean. Like if you go to the URL of any video. It has this ID. This is the video ID. Um, so you can um, basically put the video ID in the uh, in the API. Use the API to um, call on like different parameters. And um, what I did was I used just as a trial. I used three video IDs, and I got like a bunch of links, which are all the videos related to do, to those IDs. And um, Okay, I don't want to get into too much into it, but then I um, basically put all of this into a text file. Why I did that was because, in, you know, there are like so many links and it's practically impossible for me to like see each of these links. And I'm not interested in all of these links. I'm only interested in the ones that have the auto-generated tag in them. 
right, in the description. And if you notice, if you go to any of these like songs, the auto-generated tag only comes when you click more. You click on more and then you can see, all right, this contains that uh, keyword. So that's a lot of clicking for me, like going to a URL, clicking on more, checking if it has auto-generated by YouTube. So I just, I wrote a, uh, like a code for a scraper. And what this does is that it goes to the website um, and then it clicks on the show mode button and then it uh, gathers the text. This is the text of one of the songs. And then it checks if it has the auto-generated by YouTube uh, the the keywords if it does and it prints a yes for me i can quickly show you how this works uh, so i'm using playwright for this so it's opened up uh, a browser a chromium browser so basically um, it's going to um like auto uh, it, it's going to automate the process of using the browser so it's opened up a blank page on chromium and uh, so this is my txt file this just has two links in it so what this code is doing essentially is just opening the browser and uh, asking it to go to um, the links in this txt file and then click on show more and uh, see if the description has that has those keywords so i'm just going to run that It's just, like I said, yeah, it's see it, uh, the description open on its own. And this is the, uh, this is the result that I get. So it just prints a yes or a no. So this sort of helped me if this is, this can be too technical, but it's, it really helped me to not go through all the links. Um, with any research on, um, uh, you know, hate speech, You it always boils down to manual work. So even though the code helped me a little bit to truncate what I was looking at, um, I didn't have to go through, say, if the related video ID was giving me, say, a thousand links, I now only have to maybe look at 300 because uh, only those 300 have the auto-generated tag in them. But then I did have to listen to all the 300 songs to see if they contain hate speech or not. So it always boils down to, uh, you know, a, a lot of manual work when it comes to hate speech. Uh, some of it, you, you know, you can just read on the title and see that, okay, this looks uh, pretty hateful. So you don't have to listen to the lyrics, but I listen to a lot of songs. And um, another thing I did, uh, I'm not going to uh, do run the code again, but because the deleted video's ID was deprecated, I thought that maybe I can just look at... Um, keywords. So I wrote another, um, I use the API to now just um, look at videos that have the auto-generated YouTube tab, tag and uh, uh, the keywords and also some, I just named some of the singers. So any song with these singers, which also has the auto-generated by YouTube uh, keywords, and it pulled up uh, some video IDs for me to then look at. So I expanded on my um, data using this and this is what the data set looks like um these are all the elements that i got from um calling the api and um i categorize them as hate speech and fear speech 
um, hate speech were the ones that are that were very directly hate speech, like calling for violence or uh, containing like abusive words. And fear speech is something like um, it's not explicit hate. But it refers to certain things like saying that if you don't do this or if this particular community is allowed to, um, you know, do certain things, then this is what is going to happen to you. Things like that, like, you know, just really um, trying to um, arouse like fearful like emotions. In you. So I um, I categorize these songs into uh, two of those. And I sent all of my entire data set uh, to YouTube and they have not taken down any of the content or uh, demonetized the videos. And all of these videos, okay, I can shop, stop sharing my screen now. Okay, no, I want to show something quick. Uh, anyway, all of these videos um, are also uh, monetized. Um, even though if you check the source code, it would say... Um, you wouldn't find out that they are monetized, but all of these videos are monetized because it's safe to assume that if something is coming from the YouTube partner program, it it would be monetized because that's one of the things that you get if you are uh, a YouTube partner. Um, for those, with, for anyone that's sounded like a bunch of, I don't know, jargon, there is an easier way to do this if you don't know how to code, which is this website, which I really like, uh, MW Metadata. So it essentially does uh, what I just described using the API. Um, it does it both like uh, using one video link and also using multiple video links together. So for instance, this video, you just copy the link and you paste it like you paste it in normal. Uh, normally grab singular details about a music video. So you just paste the link and you submit. It takes like four seconds to, yeah, and you're essentially getting exactly what I did. So this is a list. Um, this is a dictionary. And basically you're getting all the uh, published data, the channel ID. You'll also get... Uh, Oh, wow. It also gives you the height and the width of the thumbnail image. Um, yeah, it's giving you view counts. It will also give you uh, the video ID and everything else. Um, it's pretty It's pretty great. You can also do this in bulk. So if you separate all the links by like commas, you can put like multiple links and it gives you um, the same uh, results that the API would. Um, it's a good tool to research on YouTube. Um, yeah, that's uh, an overview of my um, story. Um, for uh, those who haven't read it, uh, the story has more contextualizes a lot of the the songs and how the same songs which are on YouTube um, are played in uh, religious rallies in India. And also um, a bunch of these songs that are, uh, you know, that have been deleted, like, a singer whose say official channel has been deleted, they come, they make a comeback through these uh, auto-generated uh, channels. So if you notice, this one says topic here. So if it says topic, that means this entire channel is also auto-generated, not just the music videos. So what YouTube does is that it um, it um, uploads these songs, looks at certain I think keywords, and then. Uh, makes a collection of that single songs and puts it in a uh, in a channel if, if a channel doesn't already exist 
and uh, people can claim these channels. Say if it creates a topic channel in my name, like Pooja Chaudhary topic, I can claim the channel and make it my official channel. What would then happen is these auto-generated tracks would be uploaded to my now official channel. So it's um, uh, it's pretty messy uh, and there's really no transparency. I'm like, uh, try to speak to YouTube about how exactly all of this happens, but uh, you know, just Google being Google, they're not very transparent. Um, but yeah, it's um, and another interesting thing is I, I was also looking at white supremacist music, and like these are like some of the example links, and all of these videos are like taken down, and I didn't report them uh, to YouTube. I did not do a story on them, uh, but all of these links are just deleted now. And this, yeah, this one was deleted for violating YouTube. These were also um, auto-generated uh, songs, but white supremacist. So clearly, you can see, you know, all the the more than hundred links that I have. Like most of them are not taken down, but the three um, white supremacist music links that I had, none of them I can access them right now. Um, Okay, so yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Um, you can read more of this in detail in my story, but this is how I did the, did the research. Amazing. Thank you so much, Pooja. Like, that was so thorough. And you should never be worried about presenting too much technicality at these talks. Our community is uh, very keen on the technical. Um, a lot of people loved uh, seeing the code there. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. Lots and lots of useful links. Um, I wonder if you can give a little bit of context as to why these songs are so dangerous. Um, I, I know you touched on a little bit in terms of the issues um, surrounding uh, some of the songs that you featured in the article, um, but maybe you could give a few examples as to why um, and how these songs incite violence and, and why they are so problematic to be on YouTube. Um, and remember, everyone, you can put questions in the chat at any time. I'll hand over back to you, Pooja. Yes, thanks, Shani. That's a good question. Um, so uh, there, I've linked it in the article as well. So what happens is that um, a lot of these songs are played outside mosques in India and especially during during Hindu festivals. Let me just... So this was... Um, this happened... Uh, yeah, it's September this year. And this is a crowd of um, people dancing that you can see. You can't probably hear the audio, but... Um, if you listen to the song, uh, this is the same song which I found was um, uh, one of the tracks in my data set. I was just looking and I was just listening and I thought maybe I should see if this song exists and it did. And um, it did not have a lot of views, 70,000 views, but a bunch of them do have um, much like a lot more views than this. But this is extremely common um, for uh, these Hindu mobs to gather outside mosques and try to provoke or inflame tensions. And this does, um, you know, I mean, I can't say if this directly leads to violence, but um, it it does, um, it has been known to be a precursor to violence. And there are ex a lot of examples uh, such as these. And um, it's really a pity that these songs that uh, you know, cause violence in India or are used in rallies that are known to have caused violence are available um, on YouTube and um, are also uploaded by YouTube on its own. Like these aren't like users 
uploading them, but the, this is like YouTube uh, giving them a different route to upload all of these songs. Um, and I'm not sure what moderation uh, happens, uh, if at all. Um, and uh, f- for any, if anyone's like familiar with um, Indian politics, uh, there is a lot of uh, violence uh, against the minority Muslim community. Um, and Islamophobia in general, uh, both online and offline. So um, this um, uh, this leads to obviously normalizing a lot of the violence that we see on the ground. Uh, so it's, it is extremely uh, problematic. And these songs, uh, because of how catchy they are, can be known, um, you know, can be really useful to uh, gather support from the youth. Um, from the young people and those are the ones that we see in these rallies uh, singing and dancing to these songs. Thanks so much for giving that context. Um, Bird once commented, uh, social platforms seem to be doing a lot of this lately, making APIs that used to allow really awesome research on hate a lot more difficult. Reddit and Twitter come to mind. And Kalim added, you can't even archive stuff on meta platforms without paid software anymore. Um, and these songs also become mainstream and played in universities and schools. Um, remember, you can also put comments in the and questions in the chat. Uh, Zeroft asked earlier, have you considered using automated captioning or existing subtitles and an LLM to auto-detect hate speech? Many LLMs would be able to answer a could this be hate speech prompt. Is that something that you explored, uh, Pooja? I was mentioned earlier that one of the... Um, uh, another researcher in here in the Discord server uses them um, to investigate uh, Russian hate hate speech. Is that something that uh, you've looked into? Oh, um, that's great because I haven't, and I would love to get in touch to see if there is a way to do that. Because um, I did not find, um, honestly, I did not look too much into it, but I did not, in general, find good uh, softwares to like translate Hindi speech. And also, uh, some of these are, would would be, I assume, uh, literal translations. And um, I'm not sure. I mean, I would still have to read through because it would get things wrong, I think. But I, yeah, I'm really open to it because it would mean that my work becomes a lot more easier if there is, uh, you know, transcription for these songs. BR, BR Prime asks a really good question. Why would YouTube be auto-creating these? Have they responded or is this talk and story to create a call to action with Google? And then a second question, are other examples with other ethnic groups being targeted? Um, did you find any other examples of other ethnic groups? You mentioned white supremacy as well. Okay, why YouTube is doing this? Um, my hypothesis, and this is off the record, but my hypothesis is that um, so YouTube is a video sharing platform, whereas a lot of its competitors, say like Spotify, are predominantly music platforms. So, you know, if you want to, it's 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 more convenient to say, listen to something on Spotify than go to your YouTube app, which has videos, right? YouTube has YouTube music now. And um, I think YouTube wants to compete and get all of it. So this is some not something I mentioned during uh, when I was going through my story, but all the video IDs of these songs have the same video ID on YouTube Music, and all this, all the upload that's happening, like all this data do you, that uh, music companies send to YouTube, they are sending it actually to YouTube Music. So all of these songs first get uploaded on YouTube Music, 
and then their static music videos are created on youtube.com the standard platform so it's actually a way to bulk upload on youtube music and then they appear on youtube.com as well so i think it's it's a way for youtube to compete with uh, music streaming platforms um is my hypothesis but um it's i've asked uh, youtube this and i haven't gotten a clear answer um i'm sorry what was the second question the second question was are there other examples with other ethnic groups being targeted have you come across any other examples um i've i have come across white supremacist music i mean i haven't researched a lot on it um also like i'm very well versed with uh, hindu supremacist music like i can sing them uh, without uh, you know in my sleep now but um i find it a little difficult uh, to research on white supremacist music because punk or like hard rock is not something i uh, understand easily uh, with these hindu supremacist music i i turn up the speed 2x times and then i listen to the songs with uh, you know hard rock or like you know really punk um you know white supremacist music i would have to like slow it down um half the speed and then listen to it so um also the little that i have researched um hindu supremacist music is much more explicit and whether it about other ethnicities what i've found it's mostly anti muslim and um a lot of it is um anti pakistani so uh, i'm not sure if that counts but a lot of it is just um promoting violence against pakistan like we will bomb pakistan and um you know stuff like that like you know calling the entire country like a terrorist state and stuff like that um is what i found but also i've only researched on hindi so this needs to be taken with with a caveat because um a lot of these songs are in bhojpuri uh, which is a language spoken in uh, some of the um states about i think three to three four states in india um so yeah there could be more but i've i've only looked at hindi language content Kilian mentioned in the chat actually uh in terms of India there are so many languages would require a team of 7 to 8 people for covering wider India which I think is what you just alluded to. Um Kalina your colleague uh is in the chat. Uh she's just asked do you plan on following up on this work to keep tracking on what YouTube does slash if the problem persists. Honestly like I do not want to because I've um i've listened to so many i think i need a break and i would like to do something else before i get back to this i think um because i the, this is a follow up story so uh, this is anyway um uh, you know something that i already reported on uh so the first story that i did was when i was um doing the program the, the data journalism program journalism program at school so one that was the first story i did while at school and this was a follow up story which got published at bellingcat so i've already spent a couple of months so not in the near future but yeah i mean i i don't want to like say i would never get back to it i would but um i honestly like i've reported on youtube a lot and uh, it's just a little um, i think demotivating to see these platforms not to, not taking um any action uh, which they haven't this time the previous story that i did they did uh, demonetize about 34 videos 
did not take down anything. But this time they didn't do anything. So I'm very, very disheartened. But I will come back to it at some point. Yeah. Um, Liz in the chat has asked, do you think anyone could auto-generate music to encourage sensible multi-ethnic harmony? I think you mentioned earlier that to make an auto-generated song, you have to be a YouTube creator. Is that correct? Yeah, anyone can do it. I just, um, I only looked at um, this particular kind of music, but um, yeah, you just need to be uh, in the YouTube partner program, I think. And um, yeah, you need to send YouTube uh, the videos in the format that they require, which they, uh, I think, where did it go? Yeah, uh, this is the format. Okay, I'm not sharing my screen anymore. Sorry. Um, if you go to like art tracks and read their documentation, uh, anyone can do it. But a lot of music distribution companies do it because to, I think to become, uh, you need like, I think 4,000 um, views and like some other criteria is there for you to be in the YouTube partner program. So a lot of like small, uh, small time artists who are not, who do not have that kind of reach what they do is that they just connect with a distribution company and that company is already, um, you know, a partner. So it's like a third party way of doing it. Honestly, anyway, if I wanted to upload my music, um, um, I have two subscribers on my YouTube. So if I wanted to do that, I could just uh, take the help of a music distribution company and do it. Anyone can do it and it doesn't necessarily um, uh, have to be hateful music. It can be any kind of stuff, any kind of content. Um. Two questions. The first question being, is, is YouTube the only platform that you've seen uh, have this capability, this auto-generation art track element? Uh, and second question, why do you think um, the uh, Indian language videos were particularly um, badly moderated? Is there a reason behind that? And you got any theories as to why... Um, that that particular type of content wasn't moderated as well as the white supremacy uh, ones, as you mentioned. I'm forgetting what your first question was. Now I remember the second one and I forgot what your first question was. Um, okay, so I think there's a lot of research done on this already and a lot of uh, literature on it already that um, non-English language content is not uh, moderated as well as um, you know, English language content. Um, because I think lots of reasons uh, for this, I think one is the, even though say India might provide a better market in terms of quantity, um, if you compare uh, the kind of money that Indian YouTubers make versus, uh, you know, Indian, uh, sorry, American YouTubers make, there's a vast difference. Also, the amount of revenue that YouTube uh, gets from um, um, the American market versus Indian market, it's also vastly different. So even though there might there are more users in India, it's not as profitable a market as, say, the US. So I think the unwillingness comes from that. And also um, repercussions. I mean, there has to be... Um, if, if it generates, say, white supremacist music here, um, there's more, um, I think, accountability. Uh, and there's YouTube has to answer more than it does um, in India. So uh, it's only journalists reporting on this. 
right? That the the pressure has to come from, you know, governments or like administration and things like that. So you see how the EU is now trying to, you know, looking at social media. That doesn't happen in a country like India. So I think um, there's unwillingness from a lot of um, areas, uh, which is why, um, which is why I think, uh, you know, English, uh, Hindi language content or it's not just Hindi language. There's a lot of uh, literature also written on uh, Spanish content as well. In general, it's not uh, reported in the in in uh, you know moderated in in uh, similar ways. Slim, as you were speaking, said I spoke with Bangladesh's Mr. Beast. His team is very entertaining. They said they don't get paid enough compared to US. He earns from Facebook mostly. Um, my first question that you missed uh, just quickly was if have you seen anything similar from other platforms um, using auto generation? Um, is it just YouTube's problem or have you seen this across other platforms as well? I haven't researched uh, I haven't researched on other platforms, but um, I wouldn't want to comment before I uh, look at whether this exists on other platforms as well. Like I've, I do use Spotify. I've never noticed this on Spotify, but I would have to. Like I, I've, I've been using YouTube for so long and I noticed this just like last year. So um, yeah, I would have to look, look uh, on that. There's lots of questions flooding in now, which is great. Please continue to put them in the chat. Uh, Obi-Wan 93 asked, has this re been reported to any authorities? Um, I'm not quite sure um, what uh, authorities it would be reported to, but has this work been reported to any authorities? I know in, in the article itself, you mentioned that one of the songs that featured uh, had been banned um, and then reappeared, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so have the authorities been involved at all uh, in this uh, I'm not sure what uh, you mean by authorities. Does it mean YouTube as an authority or uh, like government authorities taking uh, action against hate speech? Um, in one case, um, okay, government, right? So, uh, so most of these songs, uh, okay, this is a I think an important point that I missed. Uh, most of these songs uh, promote. Uh, the ruling party in India, which is the BJP, which is a Hindu nationalist party. So it's, uh, so you, you see like the problem of, um, you know, why it doesn't get um, attention from the government. And um, there has been a case, which I have written in my article as well, that a person, I think in 2019, uh, the music distribution company and the singer, they were arrested. I'm not sure what happened after that. Um, but the song that um, they were arrested for, uh, it got taken down. The, the, the music, sorry, the music distribution company took it down. After an FI, uh, a police complaint was filed and they were arrested. Um, but now the original track doesn't exist, but an art track version or the auto-generated version of the song exists. So YouTube, so YouTube has essentially taken down the original track, but an auto-generated track of the same song that caused these arrests in 2019, uh, they exist. So if, if there is any action from government or police authorities, it's extremely rare. Um, it doesn't happen because most of these songs promote the ruling party uh, or most of these songs 
if you see the thumbnail images, would have pictures of uh, politicians um, of uh, the ruling party. Um, a lot of these are just pictures of the prime minister. So uh, they support the BJP uh, very vocally. So it's, um, you know, it's sort of clear why there wouldn't be any action from government authorities. We've got about 15 minutes left. So if you have any questions, please put them in the chat. Uh, Michael Colburn's turned up. Um, uh, Bellingcat legend. Uh, he's written, Pooja's point are in non-English languages getting short shrift by moderators is familiar to other contexts are nationalist far-right music for anyone who's looked at content in smaller languages, e.g. different languages in Central Eastern Europe. Um, and Kalina's just popped in as well and has asked, what advice would you give to researchers who want to do more open source research, platform accountability within an Indian context? I'd love to know, especially as you said, there's quite a lot more to explore and you're not ready to do it. Um, what would your advice be to anyone who's been inspired today? Um, I read first because there are uh, there's been ground reporting on it. Um, no one's reported on the auto-generated as aspect of it, but there are reports on uh, uh, the existence of these songs. And uh, there's a lot written on... Uh, like profiles of the singers as well. So um, I think for anyone interested um, and do want to enter this uh, not so nice space, um, maybe like pick up, pick a single and then follow their trajectory, uh, where they came from, what they have been doing, how do their socials look like, um, how popular have they become, you know, after they started singing and things like that. Um, when I When I started, and also it helps if you know Hindi, it's very difficult to follow this if you don't understand the language. Um, but if you don't understand the language but still want to research on it, you can look at the music distribution companies, which is the follow-up idea that I had because one of the distribution uh, in my data set, one distribution company really stood out most. Uh, I think a third of all the songs that I collected were just uh, provided to YouTube by this distribution company. So I was just thinking maybe I should just look at this music distribution company, their uh, uh, profit model and how they make revenue and the number of singers that they have hired and things like that. I mean, you don't need, I don't think you need a lot of uh, language uh, uh, knowledge to do this um, if you're looking at companies. But um, yeah, I think that would be a way uh, for anyone who's interested in this. Bladen also mentioned, uh, also, I think the utility of learning JavaScript and Python was pretty clear from Pooja's work shown today as well. Um, obviously, using the scraping um, is useful. It means, as you mentioned, you don't have to kind of go and manually search every time. But uh, you do still have to watch those. How many videos did you watch? Was it 300 or 100? Um, I've, I've lost count. <laughs> I I Way too many. But honestly, um, I'm, um, I think I overstated how much the API um, helped because it's very restrictive, like most APIs are of these uh, social media companies. Um, and um, YouTube also has, so anyone willing, uh, not just this topic, but anyone who wants to like research on YouTube, there is another API that you can apply for. And especially um, if you're an academic, it's called the YouTube Research API which is a much better API and it gives you access to a lot more data than the, than the regular API does. 
I did apply to it. They never got back to me. So I don't know what, uh, how you should go about it, but you can write a proposal uh, about your research and send it to YouTube. And then they can give you access to the research API, which is much more useful. Um, but honestly, uh, even without, even with the coding, like I had to do a lot of manual work and um, it only helped a little, I'll be honest. And if you don't know how to code, there's always the uh, MW, what was it? Uh, uh, metadata bulk, uh, that website uh, for YouTube, which, which is really helpful. Yeah, that was a really useful uh, resource, which I popped in the chat, by the way. If you want to find it, just scroll up. Uh, MW Metadata, I think it was called. Uh, Michael Colburn added to, to the uh, topic of uh, language and um, um, researching India. Don't be put off by a topic if you don't know the language. You do need to be aware of your limitations and limitations of any translating that you're doing and to have contacts who are native, fluent speakers and who can add context you do not have. Super true. Very, very useful. Um, I myself done lots of research on the African continent, for example, in French and Spanish, which I'm not fluent in at all. Um, Pooja, um, Subtle Knife, who's one of our fantastic moderators uh, in this Discord server, and many of you who are listening will be familiar with, uh, asked earlier, and I think it uh, is a nice time to ask this. What do you do to kind of switch off after watching all of those uh, videos, especially as you watch so many and at double speed and it can be filled with hate? Um, what do you do to switch off? Do you watch other videos that are a little bit more happy and a little bit more relaxing? Um, I know a couple of our team have different techniques for kind of overcoming some of those issues. Um, so what do you do uh, personally? Um, thanks, Akhil, for that question. Um, um, but before I answer that, I would just uh, want to add uh, something to Michael's point. Uh, yeah, um, if what I said was dissuading anyone from uh, researching on uh, areas where you're not familiar, familiar with the language, that was not my intention. Because also Michael uh, read my story and I, the first person that I pitched uh, the story to was Michael. And um, I know he's listened to uh, Hindutva songs after I pitched the story to him. And um, so um, I don't know how much research you've done, Michael, but I know he has uh, looked at it a little bit. Um, so, yeah, and, and some of these songs, which are very popular, also have, uh, like, you'll find the lyrics uh, on Google or like, like, like how you find lyrics for any song. So there is a possibility for you to just get the transcription as well. Uh, some some that are not very popular, you would have to listen to it or rely on someone who knows the language. But uh, you can definitely, for some of these songs, just find the translations on YouTube. Uh, sorry, on Google. Coming back to uh, Satil's question, um, how do I switch off? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, um, these songs uh, they keep playing in my head for a while. Like even when I'm sleeping especially when I'm like really into the research. Uh, and um, I've been looking at far right for such a long time that now I think I've become a little, it, there's no other way to put it. I don't think it affects me a lot. Um, the switching off part, it keeps playing in my head for sure. Like I've noticed some of, sometimes I'm just like uh, humming the, the tunes of these songs, which is not nice. Um, but it, um, 
it's been a while since I did this story. So um, now that I'm like not looking at these songs at all, they're not coming back to me. So um, yeah, I I think I just shut after my research is done. It really, um, I know for a lot of people, it can be, um, it can really take you down a dark road and listening to so much hateful content. And it's always advisable to take pauses and like switch to something else. Um, I don't want to do this story for a little while just because I've like, I want to do something else, not because it uh, bothers me. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I think just uh, switch to something else. I, I I watch a lot of cat videos on YouTube. Uh, so that always helps. Um, like my Twitter is all, also like filled with, uh, uh, you know, animal uh, accounts, like sharing like dog videos and cat videos and you see 10 things that are not nice and you see like a corgi with the cute butt walking and you know it just um really helps the mood so yeah that's that's what i do we love the cat videos here at belling cats um galen our tech uh our new tech uh uh community lead is in the chat which is really excited exciting he's saying Hearing you talk about the different YouTube APIs makes me wonder if there's a helpful tool we could build. Is that something, I know you just said you didn't want to work on it further, <laughs> but is that something that potentially could help uh, a tool perhaps to help scrape uh, YouTube um, using the API or, or something even further? What, what would a tool that could be helpful in this context look like? Mm-hmm. I think the tool that I already mentioned is pretty helpful if you want to do just what the basic API does. Um, but I have never used the research API actually. So, um, or it's been a while uh, that I looked at the things that it can do. So, yeah, I don't know if a similar thing can be, uh, I'm not sure if if that is a possibility, but um Maybe say looking at comments or things like that, um, if that can um, help researchers, because a lot of times, uh, say for instance, Jeshi Ram, or uh, which is a which is calling to um, a very uh, popular Hindu deity, and there are like some symbols that you would see in the comments. So maybe if there is a way to track that and then get to the larger universe, I really haven't thought about um, thought about it, but I did. I mean, I did build the scraper, which helped. Um, but yeah, we should we should talk about it, Gil. What can be uh, a useful uh, way that uh, you know requires less time and less manual work for sure. Yeah, I love the fact that we're ending this podcast on uh, kind of a possible new tool idea. Um, but just final, final question. And thank you so much to everyone who's put questions in the chat over the course of this talk. Um, what would be kind of the worst case scenario for you, um, in terms of this work? Um, what do you fear could happen with these auto generated music videos? You've seen what currently is there, but what, what would you fear about the future of auto generated music videos? Um, do you fear this expanding into even more kind of um, ethnic minority groups uh, do you think um, it could encourage uh, even more hatred um, and the expulsion of uh, around the expulsion of Muslims from India is there anything in particular that you fear um, after doing this kind of work um, yeah I mean auto-generating and uh, hateful music or any 
problematic content. It just makes it really easy for bad actors to put their content out there. And if you're not moderating it and putting such content in bulk, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really awful. And what I have noticed is that it's a way to make money for a lot of people, um, especially for the youth. So a lot of um, young people are getting into it and uh, just making these songs and, uh, you know, having a contract with a distribution company or a music company and uh, spending all, the, you know, the free time that you have writing lyrics and uh, like hateful lyrics and trying to make some money off of YouTube. Um, a lot of these singers are quite um, young and uh, it is a way to gain popularity on the ground. Uh, one of the singers that I spoke with, um, I asked him, do you think that YouTube, um, you know, helped you in any way with your popularity? Because he also does, um, you know, live recordings, like he goes to a recording studio and records these songs. And also I think sings in concerts. Um, so I asked him, how has YouTube helped? And he's like, it really has helped me a lot. You know, um, people now see my channel and approach me on their own to like make uh, make songs for them. So it, it's really giving a platform. Um, and it's, the whole process is like, you know, faster now because all you need to do, you don't need to produce anything. You're not making uh, how we know YouTube, uh, you know, where you have to like spend money in production, make a music video. All of that is gone. All you need to do is just send a sound recording and a thumbnail image and that is it. And YouTube is doing the work for you, uploading it, making, cha making channels for you. So it's really smoothing the process and making it easier for everyone involved to get their content out there and if there's no moderation i just see it you know um yeah having more and like re really cluttering the the space with so much uh, hateful content and it's really adding to it thank you so much Pooja, for chatting with us today um you have been incredible uh everyone has been loving uh, the information and the fountain of knowledge that you are. Um, so thank you so much for your time today and thank you everybody in the audience as well for joining. Um, and I'm going to end the podcast now. That's okay with everybody. Thank you. Thanks, Charlie, and thanks everyone for listening in. Thank you for listening to the Stage Talk. If you'd like to catch a Stage Talk live where you can ask the guest questions, join the Bellingcat Discord server by visiting www.discord.gg slash bellingcat. The music you've heard is titled Dawn by Newer Self and is courtesy of Artlist. <laughs>